might have a mom, she might be the bomb, but ain't nobody got a mom like mine. Hey, welcome to Mommy's Matter. My name is Sydney. I'm Katie. I'm Rachel. I'm Lauren. And today we're diving into the world of postpartum depression in order to understand its effects and the support that mothers need. So picture this. You're a new mother filled with the excitement and happiness of welcoming your new bundle of joy. But as the days and weeks go by, you're also struggling with overwhelming feelings of sadness and anxiety. This is a well-known symptom of postpartum depression, something that affects many mothers after giving birth. Let's dive deeper into why mommies matter. Okay, let's get into this. Let's talk about what postpartum depression is and its profound impact. According to the CDC, about one in seven women experience postpartum depression, making it a significant concern. You may have heard of the term baby blues, but that is not the only thing that postpartum depression is about. It's a serious condition that can affect a mother's mental and physical health during pregnancy and after birth. All right, let's dive in further into the history of postpartum depression. Postpartum depression has been around for many years before we even knew what it was. Dating all the way back to 460 BC, Hippocrates, a Greek physician, wrote about purple fever, which was the idea that women could experience mental illness after childbirth. Fast forward to 1858, when the very first scientific paper related to purple fever was published. The paper was dedicated to statistics of women who developed mental illness during pregnancy. The purple period, or the lactational period, marking an important step in understanding the condition. Moving up into the early 1900s, the concept of postpartum depression had not fully emerged. Doctors at the time believed in letting women bleed out after childbirth to help calm the mind and reduce the amount of body fluid. In 1928 to 1940, we saw the influence of Freudian psychology and theories emerged suggesting that depression after birth might be linked to factors such as homosexuality, attachment to fathers, and incestuous drives. In 1968, the first groundbreaking study on psychosis was conducted, showing an approximate 10.8% of women suffered from what we know as now postpartum depression. As we reached the 1900s, medication and research was conducted, helping to treat this condition. However, one of the biggest moments in history was when Brooke Shields published a memoir, Down Came the Rain, that shed light on her struggles after birth with her daughter. This memoir helped to make postpartum depression a household term that most people now know. Now that we know the background, now we can dive in to what this disease really is and how it affects mothers. Postpartum depression can begin during pregnancy and last up to a few years after childbirth. Depression can be caused by multiple triggers such as hormonal changes, levels of thyroid hormones dropping, genetics, and physical changes to the body. Many symptoms include depression, anxiety, tiredness, fatigue, stress, hallucinations, loss of appetite, and feeling overwhelmed. Postpartum depression can last anywhere from two weeks to six months and even up to years. However, this can be treated with medication and therapy. Change is happening. There's growing recognition of the importance of addressing postpartum depression, both in terms of prevention and treatment. 
In 2006, the first state law requiring that new mothers go through a mandatory screening for postpartum depression was passed. This happened in New Jersey, and many states have followed since this law came about. Additionally, the federal government has included in the Affordable Care Act that require private health insurance plans to cover screening and treatment for mothers going through postpartum depression. Screening can look different for every mother, but the most common type is the Edinburgh Postnatal Depression Scale, also known as EPDS. This is a questionnaire that goes over your mood and thoughts throughout the entire process. In 2008, the Perinatal Mental Health Disorders Prevention and Treatment Act was enacted in Illinois. This legislation focused on education and screening for perinatal mental health disorders, which includes postpartum depression. This act requires that state agencies are required to develop educational programs for expecting mothers and their families to better prepare for the overall pregnancy and the after effects. Oregon passed legislation in 2001 declaring an emergency related to prenatal mental health disorder. This legislation requires healthcare professionals who care for postpartum mothers and families to undergo training. This helps ensure that healthcare providers are equipped to recognize and address postpartum depression effectively. This is extremely important for new mothers. If they do not have someone to confide in, especially a provider, there can be a disconnect in care. There are also nonprofit organizations that help advocate for new and expectant mothers in their mental health. Postpartum Support International is a nonprofit that, and they provide a hotline for mothers to call if they are struggling with their mental health. They also provide online support groups five days a week for anyone struggling with maternal mental health and postpartum depression. This can be very helpful for mothers struggling with postpartum depression and seeing other mothers who have the same experiences as them. Across the United States, individual states are taking steps to educate and advocate for new mothers, reducing the effects of postpartum depression overall. These policies are crucial in providing mothers with the support that they need. In conclusion, Mommy's Matter stands as a rallying call to acknowledge the profound impact of postpartum depression. Throughout this episode, we've delved into the multifaceted aspects of this condition, examining not only its immediate effects, but also tracing its historical context and shedding light on the positive policy changes that are gradually making strides. Postpartum depression is a silent struggle that often goes unnoticed, and it is our collective responsibility to break the silence. By bringing this issue to the forefront, we aim to dismantle the stigma surrounding it. In sharing stories and discussing the effects, we not only emphasize with those experiencing postpartum depression, but also foster a sense of community and understanding. The history of postpartum depression connected with societal perceptions and evolving policies exemplifies the progress we've made. However, there is still much work to be done. Our call to action is not just a plea for recognition, but an invitation to actively participate in the ongoing conversation surrounding mental health. By highlighting the strength, fearlessness, and resilience of mothers, we emphasize that their well-being is not only crucial for them individually, but also for the collective strength of our communities. 
The phrase, mommies matter, encapsulates the belief that supporting mothers is not just an option, it's a necessity. As we conclude, we urge our listeners not only to be aware of the struggles mothers face, but to actively reach out and offer support. Postpartum depression should not be faced alone. And with our combined efforts, we can create a world where mothers feel heard, understood, and supported. Thank you for being part of this crucial conversation, and we encourage you to carry the torch forward, advocating for the well-being of mothers everywhere, because mommies matter. matter.